All right. Well, good morning, guys. Happy Fourth uh, of July to each of you. Hopefully, for those of you in, in uh, the United States, hopefully you had an amazing Fourth of July. Uh, I had a great time with my my wife and my kids. We took it we took it pretty easy. My my four year old does not like uh, doesn't like fireworks. He's a little scared of them. So we we kind of stayed home, stayed away from the firecrackers, but still had an amazing amazing time. So hopefully you guys did the same. And um, I'm real excited. You know, this is something I, I, I do on a very consistent basis in my business and something I, I'm trying to make sure we do extremely consistent in the seven-figure agency membership, which is to make sure that we've got clear goals and clear plans. Um, it's, it's just been such a mission-critical thing for us and our company, and we kind of developed the methodology over the years. And, you know, there's no magic bullet to it. You know, you could be as simple as taking out a scrap piece of paper and just writing down, okay, here's where I'm at today, here's where I want to go. And if you do that on a consistent basis and you've got a lot of clarity, um, you're going to move your company forward. But I find that doing it in a group environment like this, um, doing it where there's some accountability, where you can share your, your goals, you can share your progress with the group, and that group is there to hold you accountable and really help move you forward, um, it's even more powerful. Uh, and just the, the, the pure aspect of pausing and spending the time to, to, to think about it and being intentional about where, where you're going um, is extremely, extremely powerful. So before we, before we dive into the planning session, um, I want to I kind of check in with you. We've got a great group of you that are, that are members here in the Seven Figure Agency. And I want to just kind of get a sense of where you're at. Um, and so, you know, in the, in the comments box, and I do want you guys... To, to engage with me live. This is more of a workshop than a, uh, you know, than a me presenting about goal setting and stuff. Um, so I want you to post in the comments box what niche you're working in now. Um, and I want to just kind of check in. Obviously, you know, you should have chosen a niche. I think this is fundamental to what we're doing. So just in the comments box real quick, tell me, tell me what niche you're in now. And I'm going to pull up the, the comments and uh, call you out by name if you're, if you're not answering. Okay, so uh, George Diaz, Family Law, beautiful. Uh, George, it was great seeing you at the Power Day a couple days ago. Um, let's see, Matt Coffey's doing medical marketing. Matt, awesome. So uh, yeah, I guess you've decided back to focus on medical, which I think is a great play. Um, Daniel's Concrete Contractors, Denise uh, Career Development. So is that recruitment or is that uh, hiring? Todd's focused on home improvement, which may be a little bit, a little bit broad. Um, Dean's Pest Control, awesome. And if you go into the Facebook group, you can see some of the very cool things that Dean's putting out. Um, Lee's focused on inbound marketing, okay, professional inbound marketing. So are you helping uh, inbound marketers with inbound marketing or you're just you're doing inbound marketing? All right, great. So now it gives me a sense of kind of who you guys are, are, and I want all of you to engage. So if I can't read each and every one of these, uh, we can come back to it. But um, please, to the extent that you engage in this process, you post in the comments, that's where the accountability starts to work. That's where you get from just sitting at your desk to really thinking about it and, and working through uh, the worksheets and putting the answers in the comments box. That's where this is going to be most powerful for you. Patricia says, for now, I'm going to focus on a geographical niche, okay, around the suburbs area, and I've been working with small businesses in this area for the past 38 years. Okay, um, that's that's fine. I would try and really advise you to try and find 
um, a group of, of businesses in that area that are all alike, right? So that you can really focus your marketing, you can focus your messaging on, on them. So the next thing I want to ask is, how much are you charging on a monthly basis? And this is for me to get a, a kind of a pulse on what you guys are up to and where you're at in your agencies. Um, how much are you charging? You're charging between, you know, five hundred dollars per month, thousand dollars per month, two thousand dollars plus per month. Give me a sense of what you're charging on, on a monthly basis. Okay, so Steve's going to focus on um, cover window covering companies. Um, Chris. Just found the chat. Okay, he's gonna focus on on plumbing. Okay, but also has done some pest control. All right, so getting a sense of what you guys are charging. Matt Coffee, fifteen hundred k great price point. Uh, George, not selling anything yet, but you should have an idea what you're going to be charging when you do start to do that. So, are you gonna charge a thousand bucks a month? You're gonna charge two thousand dollars per month. Uh, Chris, between six hundred to eighteen hundred in the in the Australian market. Uh, George is going to shoot for about two grand. Okay, awesome. Um, Patricia's comfort zone is about five hundred for for press releases. We're going to increase that as you get confident. Okay. Uh, Steve, two hundred dollars per month for the site and SEO. Steve, I'm going to suggest you want to charge more than that, but um, we can have that conversation as we go. Dean's going to go nine ninety for small markets, nineteen ninety four for large markets. Beautiful. Awesome, guys. And this is the kind of interaction we need. This is the kind of interaction I want. So thank you for participating all out. Um, the, the next question, and this is my last question in the getting to know you process, how many clients are you currently serving? So where are you at today? Um, and I've kind of broken it down by, you know, just getting started, which means you've got less than 10 clients, less than $10,000 per month in residual, rev, uh, resi uh, residual recurring clients. Uh, and again, these are, are actual clients that pay you every month on a monthly fee. So are you just getting started, uh, scaling between 10 and 50, and then on your way to seven figures, 50 plus? Um, you can you can put an exact number, or you can just put just getting started or scaling. That way you don't feel like you're putting exact figures in there. Awesome, okay, so we got a great diverse group. Uh, and I won't name you by name if you don't want me to, but uh, we got somebody with 15 clients, we got somebody with 98 clients, but on a smaller price point. Um, just getting started, which is okay, is great, and everybody is somewhere. Uh, we've got a, a seven-figure guy in here, Matt Coffey. Uh, I know I can say your name because you're uh, you're cranking it and you're doing some really cool stuff with the seven-figure journey. Um, still don't have any niche clients. Too busy to focus on that. Okay, great. So so we got it. We got a diverse group, and I think it's important to know to really know where you're at. Right? Are you you know are you in that? survival phase, which I consider to be getting started until you have at least five clients paying you at least $1,000 per month. You're really kind of in a survival mode, right? You, you need that money probably to pay your bills, to uh, cover your expenses, to, to just live and survive. And uh, when you're in the getting started phase, your number one focus really just has to be landing clients and, and serving the clients, right? When you get into the, the scaling phase, you've got 10 clients, you've got $10,000 per month in recurring revenue at a minimum, um, you can start to think a little bit differently. You can start to think about how you're going to, you know, how you're going to scale the company, how you can maybe put some people in place to help you grow so you're not doing everything yourself. And then, of course, it's completely different as, as guys like Jimmy and Alan and, and Matt, who are on, who's on the call, know when you get to that 50 plus mark, it really becomes about profit management. It becomes about making sure that you're in a dominant position in your marketplace. 
So, so this has been great. Thank you guys for indulging me, kind of giving me a sense of where you're at within your companies, where you're looking to go. And um, you know, we can make sure that, that today's session really is geared around helping to move you from either just getting started to scaling or from scaling to on your way to, to seven figures and beyond. So this session is about goals and it's about planning. It's about a, a relatively short window of time, the third quarter. And Brian Tracy says it best, success is goals, all else is commentary. And, you know, if you've studied Brian Tracy, if you've studied goal setting and planning, um, it's really one of the most powerful things you can do. Because in the absence of clear goals and a clear direction, you're going to get busy. You know, there's only 24 hours in a day. There's only six or five or six days in a week that you work. You're going to fill those days doing something. Right. And if you don't have clear goals, it's probably going to be the things that don't move you forward. Uh, the analogy that I've kind of embraced over the last couple months um, and that I really feel you know, makes sense to me and probably makes sense to you. Um, goals are kind of like the wind in your sail. Um, maybe you've never gone sailing. Maybe you're a big sailor. Uh, I personally do a lot of windsurfing, or at least I did when I didn't have young kids. And um, I, I really enjoy it. But. There's times when there's just no wind, right? You could have a beautiful 30-foot sailboat uh, really set to go, and if there's no wind and you don't have your motor running, you're just kind of sitting there, stagnant. Nothing's moving you forward. But then when you get some wind in your sails and you get a breeze going, um, you can really start moving and you can start to, to really accelerate your boat in the direction that you want it to go. And really clear goals are the wind in your sails. And that's why we're spending the time and the energy to pause uh, on a quarterly basis and, and get clear where we want to go. Because we can, by doing that, we can create the wind, we can create the momentum, and we can move ourselves in the direction that we want to go. There was a great Harvard study, and I'm sure you guys have all heard about this Harvard study. And uh, some people poke holes in it, but I believe it to be true. Um, in, back in 1979, um, a group of a group of um, researchers interviewed interviewed uh, a bunch of graduates from the Harvard uh, Business School and asked them, did they have goals? Did they have a written plan? And what they found was 84% of the people that graduated had no goals, right? So they just graduated. They were going to go and figure it out as they went. 13% had clear goals, but they didn't write them down. So they're like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I'm going to make this amount of money. This is what I want to accomplish with my life. 3% of them had goals, and they had them written down, and they had a clear plan to accomplish them. And uh, I'm sure you guys can guess what, what happened with those guys that had the clear written goals. Uh, well, the result was the 13% that had goals were earning on average two times as much as the 84% that hadn't set any goals. And even more staggering, the 3% that had clear goals that were written down were earning as much as 10 times 10 times as much as the other 97%. So that's the power of goals. That's why we're spending this time. I want to give you guys that 97% advantage where you're not just thinking, I'm going to be in this business. You're not just thinking, okay, I'm going to try and do the best I can to land some clients. You're stopping on a, on a quarterly basis with a very clear goal in mind that's written down, that's shared in a public environment that really can help to create the wind in your sails and move your agency to the next level. 
So that's, that's what this is all about. I'm going to share a quick goal setting framework with you. Not too complex. I'm not going to get into specific, measurable, actionable. You know, there's, there's lots of information about this. I want to keep this as, as specific to your agency and the growth of your agency as possible. Um, first of all, you have to have written goals and a plan, right? So that's, that's just a given. And you want to have it saved in a place that you can easily act, uh, reference it. You need to set a minimum, a yearly goal, quarterly goal, and monthly goals. Um, you know, yearly, that's the annual plan. At the beginning of the year, we built that plan for 2018. Quarterly, it really is, is something your mind can more easily wrap its head around. Like your mind can think in a three-month chunk, in a 90-day chunk. And so there's a lot of power in, in breaking into quarterly and then, of course, monthly. Now, the, the key, though, that really makes all this stuff work is that you have to have a stopping point at the beginning and end of each period to reflect. So, so often we set an annual goal, or we set a quarterly goal, and we build a little mini plan, but we never have that stopping point. We never pause to say, well, how did we do? Right? We set we were going to get 30 clients by the end of the year, which means we needed to get you know, 15 at the end of each quarter, but we didn't stop at the end of the month. We didn't stop at the end of the quarter. So it was just kind of written in vain, right? So this process of stopping on a quarterly basis makes it so that your goal setting is not in vain. It makes it so that there's, there's a tangible actualization of the goal. Either you hit it or you didn't. And believe it or not, either way, you get tremendous value. Because if you hit the goal, great. You get to be a little bit excited. You get to kind of share that with the group, give something for you to rally around. But if you didn't, it's also just as powerful because it gives you the opportunity to recognize, well, maybe I set a goal that was too ambitious. Maybe I set a goal that I never had any intention of accomplishing. Maybe I set a goal, but I didn't actually do the activities and I got busy with commentary, with other shiny objects. So that's why this is so powerful. And this is the framework I want you to follow, you know, this year, next year, into the future of your business. This, I believe, is what moved Dean and I in the plumbing and HVAC SEO business from, you know, a little company serving a handful of clients to, to being a what's going to be a four four point two million dollar company this year, making the Inc. five thousand list three years in a row. We did a lot of cool things. We implemented a lot of strategies, but we followed this very basic framework. We set quarterly goals. We made sure we stopped to reflect on them and set new quarterly goals for the rest of the year. So I just want to pause. I want to hear from you guys. Um, what has been most useful from what we've covered so far? What, what has been most beneficial? Um, maybe it's just the, the resetting of our, our goals and really kind of the importance of goals. So I want to hear from you guys real quick on this. What have you gotten so far from the quarterly goal setting? Matt, we need to stop and reflect, right? Sometimes we just get so busy planning goals and then we, you know, the weeks, the, the, the months, everything just kind of meshes together and we never stop and we never pause. We we'll hear from one other person. Um, okay, Patricia says, I've got to stop. I've got to start making monthly goals again. Absolutely. Yeah, because the months are what really add up to be quarters and the quarters are what add up to be, to be the years. Chris says, breaking down and reflecting on them at the end of each quarter. Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you, add, you have to make the time to pause. 
Jeff says, excited to make the time to review progress and celebrate the successes. Absolutely. Jeff, glad to have you. Jeff is our, Jeff is our, our seven-figure agency business coach. So a lot of you guys have been sitting on the quarterly sessions or, or the, the weekly coaching calls with Jeff. Jeff's going to be getting more and more involved in seven-figure agency. And so, um, Jeff, I'll make you a panelist here on this session in a, in a couple minutes. All right, so George says, I use bestself.co. It's an agenda that goes 13 weeks, forces me to look at everything uh, every three months. Awesome. Beautiful. Best self. Uh, Steve says, I do monthly and have a system to track them. Beautiful. And you get 98 clients. You're, you're doing well. So good, good stuff. Thank you for sharing, guys. And let's, um, let's, keep, let's keep pressing forward. So I, I want to spend a quick moment to do a, a look back. Right? We say we're going to pause and we're going to reflect. Today is about setting our Q3 goals. So I don't want to spend too much time in accountability mode. Well, you said you were going to sell um, 23 clients, and it appears that you sold exactly four. What went wrong? Or maybe it was zero. I don't want to do that. I don't want to beat you up. But I do want to spend a second to really just kind of look back. Right? What did you set to accomplish in the, in the first half of the year, or maybe even the last quarter, and what did you actually accomplish? You know, where did you get to? And what was your biggest win? So I know in, in webinars, it's a little bit more uncomfortable to pause and do this kind of thing. But just on a scratch, scratch pad, I want you to write down, what did you set to accomplish? What did you accomplish? And then what was your biggest win? I want you to share one of those things in the comments box. This is me forcing you to do that pause point. And you know, no matter whether you hit the goal or not, there's, there is a win to be shared. So I want to hear those wins. So I'm going to pause here for about 45 seconds, take a minute, do that, and then post in the comments. All right, so Dean says, got our first niche client. Awesome, and you've done a lot of great, great work, so that's exciting. I'm excited to see where you're going to be at the end of, at the, end of the quarter. Let's see. Uh, congratulations, Dean. Chris says, grew our average client value, plus help to get, help to get on the team, get more help on the team. Okay, great. So that, that's a major win, right? You, you started charging more on an average per client. You got some new people, some new hands on deck to help get the work done. Congratulations. Chris put together a 12-month package and sold three at $24.90. Dude, that's amazing. Three clients at $24.90 you know, is equivalent to uh, how many? Like 10 clients at, at $1,000 each. So kudos on increasing the $24.90 and for landing those three clients. A little round of applause here for, for Chris. That's, that's amazing. Uh, Matt Coffey got back to spend time with my band. Played at amazing concerts, so so Matt's a seven-figure agency, um, you know, doing amazing things in his business. Uh, plus, he's a he's a, a a rock star, right? If you look him up on Facebook, there's all kinds of cool footage of him performing, and uh, he's made a, a commitment to himself to spend more time on that, which he, he really loves, uh, kind of his app hobby. So, congratulations, Matt, on that. Steve Dale became a, a Google AdWords expert. So now he can go after the big fish in his market. Nicely done. I know that 
that's not an easy test. Right? Becoming Google AdWords certified and becoming a Google partner um, is, a, is a massive task. So, so congratulations on, on getting that done. Uh, Matt also got rid of his office. So his profit is up, um, growing the business to $90,000 two months in a row. Boom, on track for seven figures. Amazing stuff. And then Jeff hired uh, two new VAs to support his business in the last week. Very, very good stuff. So a lot of, a lot of great wins. If you didn't share, um, I want you to share, right? Don't feel, you know, don't feel embarrassed. If you feel like this chat, you're realizing maybe some of the other people can see it and that makes you uncomfortable, feel free to put in a question. So there's a Q&A box. If you want to go to that Q&A box and type, your, type some of your more private stuff in there, I'm, I'm fine with that. And then you can correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but only, only Jeff and I will see it if you put it in the questions box. So Daniel, great to see you at the Power Day, by the way, Daniel. Um, he picked a niche, got four new clients in that niche. Slam dunk. That is so exciting. That's what this process is all about. And uh, what I think is cool, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this one, Daniel, um, you were unclear on the niche. You came through the course. You came to the program. You knew the importance of it. Um, you sat on a, a number of the weekly coaching calls. You spent some one-on-one -on -one time with Jeff Fisher, our, our coach, and he helped kind of guide you to the niche that would be best for your needs, uh, best best for you based on kind of your background, your experience. And uh, you took the action on that. Now you've got four clients in that at, in that niche, and you're really starting to get into that that momentum, that scale phase within your business. So so kudos and um, great interaction, guys. Really appreciate you guys posting. Really appreciate you guys sharing. Josh Wheeler added twenty five ninety in recurring revenue. Congratulations. That is, that is fantastic. Um, exciting to hear about these wins. And um, really important that, you, that you, you pause, right? Can someone share with me like kind of the, their experience in pausing and kind of sharing this with the group, how it makes you feel? Because if you don't spend the time to pause and reflect, you don't realize all the great wins that you've had. Patricia hosted the first seminar with a JV on chronic pain. And it was a success. We made eight sales. Patricia, that's amazing. Congratulations. And it was, uh, it was great to see you at the Power Day as well. Okay, let's, let's keep pressing forward. Now that we've paused and we spent a little bit of time to look back, right? And, and, and it's just as important to spend that time to pause and reflect on your wins as it is to set new goals. Because again, in the absence of that look back, it was almost like you set the goals in vain, right? And what I want, those of you guys that had big wins, those of you guys that, that really accomplished something major, I want you to, to do something to celebrate that. Go out to a nice dinner, order a lobster, you know, go for a weekend at a, at a nice resort or something. Do something to commemorate that win because those things that you celebrate are the things that you'll continue to do. Right? And if you continue to do it, you can continue to stack those wins month after month quarter after quarter, year after year, that's how you're going to have massive success and massive continued momentum in your, in your business. So we put together a worksheet for today's session. Hopefully you guys all had a chance to download this. Hopefully for those of you that have printers still, you had a chance to print this. I'm going to put a link to it in the, um, in the chat. And um, let me see... And then I want you guys to download this because we're going to be working through it, right? We want to work through it on today's session and make sure we've got a clear plan 
to download the worksheet here. I did send this via email. Hmm. Wait, that's not the right one. Boom. Ignore the first link and go straight to the to the second one if you haven't downloaded it already. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of breeze through this this part right here, but it's really important you set the right kind of goals. You know, I, the last thing I want you guys to do is is just say, all right, I'm gonna sell seven website clients. And that's going to be $5,000 each, and it's going to be $35,000 with no recurrence to it. So, really, I just want to make sure we, we touch on the business model fundamentals. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on it, but it's really important, first of all, that you're focused on recurring revenue. It's really the only way to go. You know, don't, don't spend a lot of time and energy spent setting goals for one-off projects um, because what's going to happen, you know, and I've, 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 I've worked with a lot of you guys, and I've kind of seeing this process and some people they're like yeah yeah i want recurring revenue but if i can get the, the one-off website or if i can get the one-off you know mobile app or something like that it'll be fine you know it'll kind of it'll make me it'll give me the money i need to pay the bills and um you know those guys that do that what happens is they spend the time and the energy they get those projects they they fulfill the project but when we revisit a month later three months later even in some cases a year later they're still with very little recurring revenue and, and, you know, as we're reflecting, we're saying, what went wrong? Like, why, why is that? It's because they, they allow themselves to, to set their goals based on, you know, short-term revenue, you know. And, and that's counterproductive, right? It might be a little bit helpful today, but really what's going to move you forward are the clients paying you on a monthly basis where your monthly nut continues to grow. And so make sure that you're setting your goals based on recurring. Um, if at all possible, avoid check, check payments. Um, you know, Alan brought to my attention, Alan from uh, Funeral Home Marketing Services, one of our great seven-figure agency um, successes, you know, on pace to do seven figures this year. Um, he was like, well, I take, I take digital check. You know, he doesn't want to pay uh, credit card processing fees. And so he gets a check and he, he like direct debits it. And that's fine. I guess what I'm referring to is don't get into a place where the person has to mail you a check or you have to go to their office to collect a check. Um, that's almost like having no recurrence in revenue, right? Um, I had a, I had a, um, somebody I was working with relatively closely that, you know, he's more on the video side of the equation and he landed a couple of recurring clients, but the way he set it up was that he had to, he had to go and, and collect a check from them. He's like, well, they agreed to do $900 per month. And I was like, man, that's awesome. We slapped high five. Um, and a couple months later, a couple quarters later, um, none of those people really went after the, the first two months, right? They paid him two months in a row, got his check, but then it was like trying to chase them down for the check or it was, um, you know, just trying to get the money and, and it never happened. So I want to help you avoid that. Like when, when somebody signs up with you, make sure you say, hey, we're going to set you up on automatic billing. Um, you know, do you want to use a credit card or a direct debit? Make sure that you're setting these goals around uh, direct direct recurring monthly revenue and don't take uh you know I, i'm okay with taking deposits but don't build your goals around collecting collecting deposits um so and then also you want to have a large enough monthly recurrence 
to, to what you're charging, that it can it can have momentum, right? Because if you're charging $250 a month, if you're charging $500 per month, yes, you're getting recurring revenue. Yes, it's growing, but it's going to grow very, very slowly. And you have to add a lot of clients. Um, what we're finding is it takes almost as much energy to sell somebody a program that's $1,000 per month as it does to sell them a package that's $250. So I, I really want to encourage you guys, set your minimum at $750 and really, as the time goes on, move that number up. So with that being said, right, I don't want to you know, beat a dead horse in terms of the business model and the, and the business model fundamentals. Um, we're focused on recurring. We're focused on one core niche. We're focused on revenue that's $750 plus monthly. I'll tell you, ours is between $2,500 and $3,000 per month at this point. We're getting it pretty consistently in the plumbing and HVAC trade. So, you know, if we can do it there, you can do it in your niche. I, I promise you, uh, at least $1,000 per month. So with that being the case, we go to the, the kind of the, the second page in your goal setting workbook. Um, we we want to figure out what the goal is, right, for the quarter. So the quarter is July August, September, the next three months, the next 90 days, how much in recurring revenue? So where do you want to be? How much are you going to charge? And how many clients do you need in order to get there? So obviously, you need to spend a sec to get clear on how much you're billing now, how many clients you have, right? And then what's what's the gap, right? If you're, if you're at 10 and you want to go to 15, you're going to need to sell five new clients at $1,000 per month. So I want to pause for a second. I want you guys to fill out that section in the worksheet and just get really crystal clear, get it written down. Where are you going to end the quarter, the next 90 days? How many clients? How much recurring revenue? Don't factor in all of the, um, you know, the, the $50 a month stuff. Don't factor in the projects that are, you know, being billed in four different separate payments just the people that are going to be paying you on a monthly basis. At the end of the quarter, how many clients, how much in recurring revenue? So I'm, going to, I'm literally going to pause. I'm going to give you guys about 60 seconds to get that written down in your worksheet or on a separate sheet of paper if you don't have it so that you can have that crystal clear, cemented. I'm going to ask you to share it either in the question box so it's private or in the, in the chat so that, um, so that you kind of have a little bit of accountability behind it. So Jeff says, minimum of $750. do not mess around with anything um, less than that. So Chris was asking, what about one-off hosting and email services? I mean, you can track that. That's fine. You know, that's it is money. It is money that you collect. Um, but I would say, in terms of really focusing on your on your revenue growth, um, you know, set those set those you know based on $750 a month or more. I'm not saying you don't want to collect the, the 50, the 60, the $150 a month hosting guys. Just in terms of your goals, that, that would probably be um, something outside of that. 
All right, so I want you guys to start to post in the in the comments box. Again, if you know, this is what we're doing, right? This is why we're here. The purpose is to get clear on where we're going to end the quarter. So if you're not going to post it, then um, you know this is going to have very little value uh, for you. All right, perfect. So it's starting to come in. Dean's going to have $24,000 a month in recurring revenue, which is 12 clients. He's going to sell four clients per month. I think that's a wonderful goal. I think it's, it's ambitious, but I believe based on the activity that you're doing, it's very achievable. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, Matt is going to get to $276,000 per month. Is that right? Or is that cumulative? Or are you saying you're going to be at two seventy-six dollars uh, in month? I'm looking for your monthly recurring number. Um, George is going to have four clients at $2,000 per month for about $8,000 per month recurring. Uh, okay, so that's for the three months uh, for Matt. Uh, Chris, ten dollars to $12,000 in net new monthly recurring revenue. Uh, Patricia, $7,000 a month in recurring revenue. Uh, leaders, uh, Lee, waiters, $20,000 per month. Awesome. So I appreciate you guys posting in comments. It lets me know that you're engaging in this process. You're, you're doing the work. Um, I want to make sure you're also putting this in your in your worksheet so that you can transfer it to your sales and retention tracking sheet so that you can hold yourself accountable so that you can look back at the end of the quarter and say, okay, this was the target. Either I hit it or I didn't. Really, that's what the, the best sales organizations and businesses in the world do. And I worked at ADP. Um, I studied Xerox. Um, you know, these are great sales organizations. And pretty much every company that, that's legitimate, um, they have they have targets, right? And people, businesses, salespeople have, have quotas. They have to get to X amount in revenue to hit their target, to hit their quota. And there's, no, there's nothing nebulous about it. Either they hit it or they didn't. Either they exceeded it or they didn't. And it's very clear what the difference or the delta is. So I want you guys to, to have clarity in where you're going. Have it posted in a place that you can hold yourself accountable and, and really know without any question in your mind, you accomplished the goal or you didn't accomplish the goal. So we did this. We know how much in recurring revenue. We know how many clients. And really what I want you to do, and um, I'm going to ask you guys to do this after today's session so we can keep the momentum going, is to make sure that you update your sales and retention tracking sheet. So I'll pull this up just for one moment. Um, for those of you that may be entering midstream and didn't do the 2018 internet marketing uh, agency growth plan with us, but really what this is, it's a sheet where you can plug in your quarterly goals and your annual goals. So what I want you to do is open up that sheet and um, I'm going to post a link to it. This is the template. If you update it and you have your own, then um, go ahead and update your existing sheet. And I'd encourage you to share it with me and share it with Jeff. That way we can, we can hold you accountable and help you work through it. But um, really what it is, is, is an annualized sheet that breaks down by month goals and targets versus actual. So let's just look at July. If you're starting this midstream, you're like, okay, I'm just starting everything over. Um, all you need to do is go into July and put where you're, or June and put where you're actually at. So I have in this in this column, I have 13 clients that pay me $13,000 per month. So it's here, and um, that would be your starting point. And the sheet would then update from there to say, what's the goal? I want to sell three clients per month at 3,600 
You might need to tweak these cells a little bit um, to make it work. But if you do it right, July, August, September, you'll have clarity on this sheet how many clients you need to sell, how many clients you need to retain in order to get to, you know, in order to get to the target that you're, you're, you're striving for. So that on a, on a monthly basis, you can go in and put, I sold this many clients at this amount of monthly recurring. Ideally, you know, you're not going to lose, but when you get to my size, when you get to Matt's size, you're going to have churn, you're going to have loss, right? So you put your losses. And this really is a fantastic accountability process for you that you can use that you can share with me and Jeff, your coaches, to help you see, right? If you're, if you're not selling anybody on a monthly basis, then um, you're not doing the activity, right? Or something's disconnected and you need some help to move the ball forward. If you are selling, right, and, and you're moving towards your goals and you're plugging it into here, it helps you feel momentum. It helps you feel excited. It helps you track whether you're on track or off track. And, you know, it helps, it helps us know how you're progressing. So if you, you know, if you've got your sheet, update it, share it with me and Jeff. If, uh, if you, if you uh, don't have it, you've never built this yet, I really want to encourage you. It's a, it's a powerful tool. Um, all you have to do is go to that document and uh, make a copy. So you go in here and you would uh, import it into your drive. You make a copy of it, rename it, sales and retention tracking sheet dash bug biz marketing or whatever the name of your agency is. Um, then you have one that's your own and something that you can work on on an ongoing basis to, to move your agency forward. So that's, that's a really powerful tool. The people that use it um, get, get great results from it. So any questions on that? I want to pause for a sec um, to open up for questions on the sales retention tracking sheet, on getting that clarity in terms of monthly sales, monthly recurring revenue growth. And I want to share... Um, an example of this in, in, in use. So Brian Kaskavalshian is the owner of G4 Marketing Group. Um, he works you know, in the Coral Gables area. Um, his, his agency focuses primarily on roofing and remodeling contractors, so roofing companies and uh, windows and door companies. And he had built his company up to about, I, I guess it was about $60,000 per month in recurring revenue, which is pretty good and something he was, he was proud of. But um, he kind of hit, hit a wall. Right, um, he'd been in business for going on eight years. Um, he had his way of landing clients. He had his way of serving the clients, and um, it had just kind of stagnated. It wasn't getting more growth. He wasn't really falling behind. Um, and so, at the beginning of 2016, I think it was, we went through this sales retention tracking sheet together. We built the sheet. He started looking at it on a monthly and quarterly basis, and. Um, it was a massive shifting point for him and his company because he went from having virtually no accountability and nothing that he was really focused on and working towards on a monthly and quarterly basis to knowing this is what he needs to accomplish to hit his goals. This is where he's going to look. This is what the accountability is going to be. Got his whole team like using this sheet as a management process on a monthly and quarterly basis. And his business is just like accelerated to the, to the next level. Because I think now he's, he's on pace to do $2 million uh, this year. He might have actually done $2 million last year. He's on pace to do like 2.3. But just having targets and having them clearly identifiable made him take action. It made him start to do different things in his marketing. And it made him move his, his company forward. That's what I want for you. That's why, again, we're, we're doing this whole process. So um, I want to hear two or three things. I want to hear... 
you know, what what you've learned in this process, like what, what has this brought back to your attention? What's been most useful from what we've shared so far? And, um, and or if you have any questions about this. So post that in the, in the comments box. I want to hear from at least two of you in comments or in the, in the Q&A. Okay, so Matt's realizing he needs to go back and redo his 12-week year to reflect on the new niche. So he's Matt's been one of these guys, and it would probably be great to have have a conversation around this. But you know, he was generalist to focused on a niche, back to generalist, and now he's going back to niche again. And um, you know, the, the reason for that is there's just so much more control, there's so much more scalability when you do just focus on one centralized niche. All of your marketing, all of your content, all of your stuff that happens after the sale can be congruent. And uh, Dean goes, it's, it's all about accountability. It's about having that, that process where you stop, you hold yourself accountable, and you, and you move things forward. So thank you guys for your, your interactivity on this. As you work through the sheet, there's going to be questions. You know, there's going to be a little, this sale didn't add right, or I don't know how to do this. That's what the weekly coaching calls with Jeff and I are for. Um, that's what the group is for. So if you're, if you're unclear, uh, post in the comments on, on Facebook and let us help you get your sheet right. So with that in mind, you know how many clients you want to have. You know how much recurring revenue you need to generate. Um, in order to hit that target, it's really going to come down to sales. It's going to come down to how many clients are you meeting with on a weekly, monthly basis. How many of them are going through a consultative sales process? And to the extent that you have consistency on those two things and you have a clear target, your, the, the sales will follow. So really what I want you to do now is think about how many sales do you need to hit in order to make your target? Um, and then what's your average conversion rate? So that's when you take them, so somebody raises their hand and says, yes, Dean, I want, I want you to tell me how you're gonna help my bug business, right? And you take them through, you look at their website, you look at their online marketing, you take them through the consultative sales process that I outlined in the course, or whatever process you wanna use, and then you, you meet with them and you offer your service. You say, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. This is how much it costs. Here's the proposal. What percentage of those meetings are gonna convert into sales for you? Uh, I can tell you at the beginning, for me, it was something like 30%. Um, today, as it stands, I was just looking at it over the last quarter. Uh, we're closing at 70%. I'm not doing the sales. Christian, my business development guy is. Uh, we've developed an inbound lead process that brings people in so pre-positioned to buy at premium rates, and we're able to leverage the exclusivity card so effectively. Well, look, we only work with one company in this market, and these are the, all of the ones that are already closed. Um, we close at a very high rate. I would say for you, it's probably going to be somewhere between low 20, high 40%. Um, so think about that. Instead, a realistic target for how, how many what percentage you're going to close so that you can get a clear target in terms of um, how many strategy sessions or how many sales meetings you need to have to hit your target. So easy math on this, just as an example, if you want to sell four clients per month and your close rate is 30%, you divide four by 0.3 or 30%, and that would tell you you need 13 strategy sessions per month to hit your, to hit your target. 
Um, I would say a healthy target for most of you is going to be 15 to 20 strategy sessions per month to really start to get some, some momentum in your, in your business. And really, it, it's a matter of what gets measured gets done. What you measure gets done. So just real quick, in the, in the comments box, I want to hear how many strategy sessions are you going to need in order to hit your, to hit your sales? Targets. So Jeff says 10 new clients need 20 consultations. The inbound process needs to be machined, right? So that's a project you need to work on to create that inbound engine like ours. Um, it's four sales for Dean, 20% close rate means five strategy sessions per week, 20 strategy sessions per month. Um, we have two of us that will be selling. Well, that's awesome to have two people. You kind of create a little competition. And so we hope that we can do more than that. All right. So the target then is we need 20 strategy sessions per month to get our to get our four sales. And I want all of you guys to know that number. I want you all of you, because it's what happens, and this is kind of like the, the fifth or sixth iteration of this in this program. What happens is you set the goal, right? Okay, I'm going to have 15 new clients at the end of the quarter. Well, that's not really a, an activity that you can control, right? Either the sales happen or they don't. The activity you can control is how many strategy sessions you you have, right, which are going to drive those number of sales. So D knows he needs to have 20 strategy sessions per month. Daniel knows he needs to have 15 strategy per sessions per month. And this is something that you can control, something that you can move yourself towards. So really, you know, I'm glad that you guys are, are, are posting in here. Um, those of you that aren't, let's see, usually it's like 10% of the people on the call post. Those of you that aren't, make sure you have this written down. Make sure you have clarity on this front. So Josh is saying, Josh Wheeler, I need an average of one strategy session per day, assuming a 20% close rate. If I get even better, that's even better. Um, Lee, Wat Lee Waters needs 25 strategy sessions to hit the five new client mark. Beautiful. So we're getting clarity on, on really the KPI, the key performance indicator, which is how many sales calls do we need in order to hit our target? And, and really there's, there's power in, in measuring. And so what I'm going to encourage you guys to do is put a whiteboard somewhere in your office. So you guys all have a whiteboard, or you can go and get a whiteboard from Home Depot, Office Depot, one of these places, and put it up somewhere where you have to see it every day. And I just want you to put down, at a minimum, these three things. And don't really go much deeper than this, because if you go too deep, then it becomes some crazy sheet that, that you can't really track. But at the top... Sales KPI board on the left, number of strategy sessions, number of proposals or, or emails. Okay, I'm looking forward to working with you. Here's our next step. And then number of clients sold. And then you'd track that on a week-by-week -week basis. Week one, week two, week three, week four, and then the target, right? So if you're looking at this sheet um, for the month of July, for instance, we know we want to have 15 strategy sessions, 10 proposals to get five sales. <clears throat> what I want to see you guys do, and I, I, I can say with, with a high degree of confidence, when you do this, you, you've all agreed that the most important thing in your business is sales, right? Getting new clients, growing your agencies. And the key thing that's going to move your sales engine forward is number of strategy sessions. And I think you all implicitly agree that what gets measured gets done. 
you could easily create a document on Google Drive or um, in your CRM, through Pipe Drive or Infusionsoft or Agile CRM to track this stuff. But what I found is that when you have to physically write something on a board, something as simple as, I only had five strategy sessions this month, or I only had one strategy session. And you have to physically look at it, write it, and make a mental note of it. That's truly engaging your, your mind in order to get that activity done. And so when I started writing things physically on a board, I started seeing massive progress in those areas. So I want to encourage you guys, and this might be the number one takeaway from today, I want you to write it down, go get a whiteboard, put it up on your, on your home office, in your office, wherever it is, and put it front and center, and then on a weekly basis, this takes like two minutes, stop and write down the activity, right? I did three strategy sessions, I sent one proposal, I closed zero sales. And then watch your cumulative progress towards the accomplishment of the goal. And uh, as a bonus, if you guys want, and this is an accountability thing that I think will help move everybody forward, put your board up, take a picture of it at the end of every week, put it in the Facebook group, and yes, Jeff and I will look at it, yes, the rest of the group will look at it, but for you, knowing that it's out there in public, knowing that you've, you've got a place to share your KPIs, will move you forward. I, I promise you that. Um, and I can share an example of this that has nothing to do with, um, with agency growth. But um, for me, personal fitness, weight loss was something that I struggled with for years. And um, you know, I always had this goal of getting to about 10% body fat, um, you know, getting lean, getting fit. And um, you know, I, I tried diet programs, I did workouts, um, but I, I really never had the progress I wanted. Um, you guys may or may not know Chris Winters. He's also in this space, but he's a super fit guy. He's got this great program, kind of like a ketogenic style program. And what he had me do and what he had the others do was take our blood, literally prick our blood once or twice a day, take a picture of it, and then plug into Chronometer, which is a like a diet tracking app. How many, you know, how many calories and what percentage came from fat versus um carbohydrates versus protein, right? And we were just supposed to take pictures of it and put it up in the Facebook group. And really for the most part, he didn't comment much. Um, there was really not much engagement in, in terms of other people looking at it. But for some reason for me, knowing that I was gonna take that picture and I was gonna put it up in the Facebook group made me so much more accountable. I knew that I needed to control my sugars. I knew that I needed to plug in what I ate and I could see the variance from one day to the next, one week to the next. And doing that on a consistent basis, I was able to lose about 28 pounds. I was able to get to a little bit less than 11% body fat, make massive progress in terms of my energy. Um, and, you know, this is more than anything else. It's just the power of having something as simple as an accountability mechanism and sharing it on a consistent basis. So I want to I encourage you guys this quarter and going forward, You've got, your, you've got your monthly and quarterly goals. I really want you to focus on these KPIs. Those people that have the most success in their agencies and in this group, they're selling, right? They're out, they're talking with people, they're making business connections, they're going through consultative sales processes, they're closing business. And they're tracking that on a consistent basis. The people that don't, the people that you know seem to have all of the activity or they seem to be super excited, but 
you know, they, they set up their book, they set up their website, they do all of it, but then they don't ever really get new clients, they don't have any momentum because they're not focused on their the most important thing, their key performance indicator, which is strategy sessions and sales. So love to hear from you guys. What do you guys think about this? And will you commit to posting your KPI boards into the group on a weekly basis? This is for you guys. So I'd like to hear, like to hear from you. So Chris says, in your opinion, how much online marketing knowledge does a salesperson cold calling need in order to close strategy sessions? Depends. So you're saying somebody that's just calling and say, hey, I'd like to schedule an appointment. Um, not that much. You give them a good script, they can set those appointments. Uh, the person taking them through the consultative sales process, in my opinion, needs to understand you know, why they're not performing, what you're going to do to make things better so that they can make the offer and, and close the sale. Um, Steve says, I put a treadmill on my desk one hour per day. Awesome. I need to hear from some of you guys on this KPI board thing. Um, are you going to do it? Does it make sense? Uh, can you conceive the power of having that physically written on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to move your agency forward? I want to hear from a, a couple of you on this. HFLC for seven. Oh, okay, so Jeff's writing about uh, weight loss. He's lose, lost some weight. Okay, great. Starting to see some posts. Thank you, guys. All right, so Dean says going to buy a whiteboard today. We'll post the photo. Really need this accountability. Beautiful. Super excited. And I know, Dean, you're going – I am so excited to see you as just a tremendous success in your business. Um, Josh says I'll commit to posting numbers weekly on Mondays for the previous week. That's fine. I prefer Friday afternoon. Um, I think if you guys all are in there posting on Friday – Here's what I did. Here's how many strategy sessions. Here's how many sales. That would be that'd be extremely powerful. Uh, but if you prefer Monday for whatever reason, that's that's fine too. Um, Chris is in on the and the accountability board KPI board. Steve says done. Yes, and it will work. Um, Daniel says yes. Posting mine on the Facebook group every Friday. Beautiful. Lee says yes to the KPI board. Steve says yes. Uh, Chris says agree. It helps to share share Josh my aim. 10 new strategy sessions, 4 new clients, 40% conversion rate. <laughs> Josh says, uh, Friday afternoons are a go. <laughs> uh, Patricia, I see the power of this and commit to posting every week. Awesome. You know, it's funny. We could do so many cool things in this program. We could put so many great tools in your hands, choosing a niche, a PowerPoint presentation, swiping the poise. I believe this might be one of the most powerful things when you do it on a consistent basis to move your, your company forward, especially for those of you that are in that um, survival phase, you know, less than 15 clients really need to get some momentum going. This is the activity that's going to get you out of, um, out of survival and, in, and into, uh, into scale. So, so awesome. Great, guys. I'm really excited to see you guys engaging in this. I look forward to seeing your KPI boards and helping to hold you accountable. Because again, without clarity, of where you're going and clear targets, you're like a chicken without your head cut off, right? Any any little thing that comes up, oh, they just rolled out this new uh, this new cool funnel system, right? I'm going to go study that for three hours. But how's that funnel system going to help you accomplish your goal, right? If you know that you're you're clear that you want 15 new clients this quarter and you need to do 45 strategy sessions in order to get there, well, that funnel thing is irrelevant. What's relevant is how am I going to go get my 45 strategy sessions? 
So I believe everybody here has chosen a niche. You've got clarity on that. I don't need to hit the home. home. The reason for choosing the niche, and the one or two of you mentioned, you're just kind of looking with, with some local people. Um, I want to I wanna share the, the story of John Tate from Agency Marketing Machine. Um, he's, a, he's a close personal friend. I'm in a local mastermind with him, and we, we work together on a, on, a, uh, on a monthly basis. And for years, I'm talking years, dating back to 2013, 2012, he ran a general PR-style agency. So the agency would do, uh, you know, run PR press releases and work with anybody. And it would be every month. We'd meet with him and say, how's it going? How's the momentum? Where are you at? And there was, there was basically no growth to, um, to attribute. You know, he'd, he'd be like, I don't know what's going wrong. I don't know. Finally, after years, he committed to, of all things, the insurance agency niche. And this is a niche I would, I would think is not a good fit for internet marketing. I would think it's not really something you can, you know, there's lots of them, but they don't spend a lot of money. And, um, you know, it's very hard to compete, especially from a local SEO perspective. But he, he got into that niche. He got connected with uh, all state agencies. And since committing to the niche and really just laser focusing on it, his business is $1.8 million last year. He's a multi seven figure, going to be a multi seven figure agency um, in the years to come. And it was the turning point was just focusing on the niche. So this is, this is old information for 98% of you, but for maybe for that 2% that are still hanging on to the idea of being a generalist. Um, for goodness sake, please focus on a niche. Focus your attention on it. So the next thing is you need to position yourself, right? So how do we get these strategy sessions? How do we get um, you know these these twenty plus strategy sessions per month? And the the hard way is to cold call, cold email blast, and and get leads. And that's a way for those of you in survival. You need to do that. You need to be spending one of two things. You need to be spending a dedicated day per week where you set today, Tuesday, is my prospecting day. All I'm going to do is get lists, email them, and call them for strategy sessions. Right? When I was at Reach Local, I didn't have any positioning coming my way. I didn't have any leads coming my way. I was given a territory and told to go sell. And what that meant was pull up Yellow Pages, pull up, you know, Sales Genie and dial for dollars, right? Call, hey, I'd like to schedule time to come by and meet with you and talk about how we can help you generate more leads, right? And me and several thousand other sales reps, every Tuesday, that was what we did. We didn't spend the whole week cold calling. We didn't spend the whole week doing that type of things. It was one day, one focused day. That was all we were allowed to do. We weren't allowed to do live appointments. We weren't allowed to follow up on existing sales opportunities. We weren't allowed to sit in networking groups. That day was just about prospecting. I really want to encourage you, if you're in the 1 to 15 phase, you either do that, you dedicate a day per week to prospecting, or you commit to doing a couple hours of prospecting every day. Um, what Alan Hillsberg did, which is different than what I outlined, I said, you know, Tuesday's your prospect day. What he did was he committed to three meaningful connections every single day. So he started his day. His most important thing was to reach out to as many people as he needed to till somebody said, yeah, Alan, I'm kind of interested. Send me some more information. Or, yeah, Alan, send me that report. Or, yeah, Alan, I'll sit on that webinar. Send me the link. Right. So he was reaching out. 
And it didn't mean he only did three calls. It meant he did as many calls as needed to get three people to kind of semi-raise their hand every day. So that would mean at the end of every week, he had 15 people that expressed interest, which would mean by the end of the month, he'd have enough people that took him seriously enough to give him the time for a strategy session to create three to seven sales every single month for three years in a row to the point where he's a seven-figure agency now. Um, so I want to hear from you guys in the comments, especially those of you in that in that ignition phase, right? You're just trying to get the engine started. You're trying to get to that 15-plus clients. Will you commit to do either a full day of heads-down prospecting or to every day reach out and connect with at least three people? So I want to hear from you guys in the comments box on this. Comments box. Which one will you commit to? And because um, if you don't do that activity, your sales board's going to show zeros pretty much every month, right? So, and I'm going to talk about how the easier way, right, and some positioning things you can put in place and some marketing strategies, but you have to have this type of activity, especially early on. Okay, so Todd, yes, one full day is easier to wrap my head around. I mean, that's how it worked for me. It's painful. It's either, I would suggest either a Tuesday or a Thursday. It's painful. It's a painful day. But reality is, on a monthly, on a monthly basis, you're, you're prospecting four days a month. That's it. One full day a week is only four times per month. So it's not that hard, right? So, so Todd's going to do all-day prospecting once a day. Patricia's going to do two hours of prospecting um, every day. See, Dean, starting next week, will be prospecting at least one full day per week. Josh, I've been in the ignition phase. Uh, framing, prospecting has been tough, and I'll be doing prospecting on Thursdays. Okay, great. So good. I, I want to make sure it's clear you can't just sit around, put the marketing assets in place, and be like, okay, I'm going to wait until some people call in, and then um, hopefully this thing will take off. Fact is, you need to do that stuff. I want you to do that stuff, but you have to go out and hunt. You have to go out and eat what you kill, especially in the early phase of your business. So Lee's going to do two hours of prospecting every, every day. Beautiful. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate your engagement on this. Um, so with that being said, I also want you to start to position yourself so you can make life easier, right? I prospected, I hunted, I did that stuff for, for about a year, and eventually I said, you know what, there, there's got to be some things I can do in conjunction with this to make my life easier, to get it so that people want to come to me pre-positioned to buy, so that more of them sell. And one of those things was choosing a niche. Right? You've already made your life so much easier by saying, I'm going to focus prospect uh, one day a week on this niche. Right? It's much harder to just cold prospect into, into the ether. But the other thing you can do is start to put some of these positioning assets in place. And really what I want for you guys to do is not try and do all of this stuff. Um, if, you, if, you, if you have the time and the energy to do it, more power to you. But I really want you to choose one of these positioning assets that you can put in place in conjunction with your prospecting to get some of these people coming to you pre-positioned to buy. The first is to set up your, your keynote presentation. And um, you know, I know George Diaz, you've been really proactive on this front. Um, you downloaded some of the presentation files, you're customizing it for your niche. Um, this is really just taking the one of the, the core presentations in the 
um, in the members area, downloading it, customizing the background, updating it to say your niche instead of plumbing, and, um, and having a, a keynote presentation set up that outlines how you think people in your niche should be marketing themselves online. Uh, I want you to have a, a guide for the niche, a niche-focused website, so a niche that, uh, a website that speaks directly to the people in your niche on how to get ranked online and how to get ranked on the Google Maps and how to generate online reviews. I, I go in depth on how to do all this stuff in the, in the course, which you guys all have access to. Um, case study of some sort, some client that's willing to say, I worked with this company and they got me this result. Um, um, you want to have your video-based training webinar where you've taken your keynote presentation and you've recorded it so you can load it up on YouTube and invite people to watch it. Um, the book on internet marketing for your niche, email sequences, podcast, which is just you interviewing successful people within your space, uh, and or print newsletter. Putting these assets in place help to position you as the expert. So they're, they're not like getting a cold call and being like, oh, okay, some random dude says he's going to help me. But rather, they're exposed to you through your positioning and they come to you. They're like, man, you know, I saw your keynote presentation or I saw that video case study that you did. I'm kind of interested in seeing if you can do that for me. There's a tremendous difference in your, um, your posture and how somebody wants to deal with you when you have those positioning assets. So really what I want to hear from you guys now is not that you're going to do all this stuff, but like what's the one positioning asset that you're going to put in place this quarter that will position you as the expert? I want to hear that in comments. And, um, and I'll just kind of share some people that have taken this. I think Chris Yates is on this webinar today. And uh, he's done a great job. He took the keynote presentation, made it his own. Um, and you can see he's gotten some massive speaking uh, opportunities, both digitally and like in webinar form and live. Here he is on the left uh, in front of a major group at a landscaping show talking about internet marketing. And you can just imagine the positioning that gives him and the, the, you know, how much easier it is to land clients when you have that positioning. And then Gloria, who I think is on the, on the meeting as well, she focuses on um, promotional product companies. There she is in a small group presenting and positioning herself as the go-to expert. And then Montina Portis, which I think a lot of you guys know, uh, focuses on the legal space. Uh, there she is presenting at, uh, I think, the, one of the local bar associations. So this is tremendous positioning that makes it easier to get customers coming to you, clients coming to you pre-positioning to buy. So not three. For this particular case, I want to see what's the one positioning asset that you're going to have done by the end of this quarter to make your life even easier going forward. Okay, so well, I gotta scroll back later. You guys are posting it. I love it. Um, so George says yes. Heads down, copying our presentation, making it making it mine. Background is really sweet. You would love it. You know what Dean has done, and I encourage you guys all to do as you wrap this stuff up. Post it in the box. Hey, check out. Here's my new niche website. Hey, check out. This is the new presentation format that I'm working on. Um, it, it gives you something to feel like accomplished with. And it's something that everybody everybody gets energy out of seeing people get things done. So I'd love to see you guys post this stuff as you go through it. Um, Matt, need to update our Profit Engine keynote with full demos. Okay, cool. Very, very cool. I know what you're doing with the Profit Engine is awesome. And uh, the more of that stuff you do, the better. 
You're actually going to automate the webinar. He's going to set up an interview podcast. And he's going to do the marketing checklist. If people come here and download the checklist, beautiful. This quarter, Dean's going to have done the niche website with great content, case studies and testimonials, video-based training, email follow-up sequences. Um, Dean created a massive list of all of the steps that he's going through and the deadlines for each. Posted it in the, in the Facebook group. Go check that out. Um, it'll give you some, some, great, uh, some great ideas on how you should be organizing yourself. Um, Lee's going to finish his book. Beautiful. Would love to, love to see it. And when you do get your book finished and you put it up on Amazon, share it with the group. That way we can go in and, and review it. So, man, you know, this, this book by Lee is fantastic. That'll give you more credibility and more authority. And um, Jeff's working on his book. Chris is going to commit to a niche. And Patricia's going to get a niche website going. Awesome. Great stuff. So now we've got some, some positioning assets in place, in motion. And I really want to make sure if you don't have your workbook out and you're because you're posting this stuff, you're kind of putting it out. And that's one step. I want you to have this stuff written down, the things that you commit to get done. That's what the worksheet's for. So if you didn't print it out, at least have a scratch pad that you can write it down and really anchor this stuff going forward. The other thing from a marketing perspective, so that's positioning. The other thing is, is marketing, right? So this is putting your stuff in front of people this quarter to generate the leads that will generate the strategy sessions. So one of the easiest things you can do is, is email marketing, right? And so that's just a function of getting email lists from Sales Genie, Sales Genie Info USA, people within your niche that you can email out to. Introductions. Hey, just wanted to touch base. Hey, I recorded this video. I wanted you to check it out. And in module four, landing your first client, I outlined three different strategies you can do leveraging email marketing. And if you're not doing this, you're making your life harder than it needs to be. So uh, go back to that module, follow that process. Um, maybe this is one of the things you can implement. If you're going to do cold calling on Tuesday, then on Thursday, um, get some email marketing in place or vice versa. But make sure that you're doing things to make your cold calling efforts and direct outreach efforts easier. Association involvement. I can promise you this. At somewhere in the United States, a group is gathering in your niche. Either it's the national group or the, or the regional group or the local group. Um, I would encourage you, it's time well spent, research the associations that are involved that, that touch your niche. So for us, it's the plumbing and HVAC, uh, the PHCC, Plumbing, and H plumbing Heating, Cooling Contractors Association. Um, and then find the subgroups, find their meetings, and look for opportunities to get involved. Um, this is one of the easiest things you can do to shortcut your cold call prospect, call cold call prospecting, and get some momentum going right away. Um, when I was at Reach Local, the, the industry I focused on was, uh, one of the industries was dentistry. And I wasn't selling nationwide. I was selling just in South Florida. I found the Miami Dental Society and the Fort Lauderdale Dental Association, or two different groups. Um, I called the person that runs it. Hey, when do you guys meet? Um, do you guys have dinner? Like, what, what's the setup? And he kind of explained it to me. He said, are there any sponsorship opportunities? And they said, yes, for 125 bucks, I think it was you can put out a little table and hand out flyers at the evening event, right? So once a month, I 
drove out to that thing. I put my flyers out. I hung out at the back. And I wound up with a handful of great leads that turned into strategy sessions that turned into sales. So whether it's in your backyard, whether it's you know maybe within your tri-state area, um, I believe there's going to be an opportunity that you should be able to tap into this quarter to help you get to your sales to your sales targets. You know then the, you know the other things I'm going to rapid fire this stuff because I want you to come away with one or two in this case very specific marketing initiatives you're going to do to help hit your strategy session target. So for your website, do you have SEO in place? Are you running PPC? Are you running some targeted Facebook ads to the business owners within your niche? Um, are you doing strategic cold calling? Are you looking for trade shows? Are you potentially doing some direct mail? Um, are you putting out relevant, interesting content like the, the webinar strategy on a, um, on a monthly or quarterly basis? So I want you guys to pause, get clear on one or two marketing, like direct marketing initiatives that you're going to put in place to help you hit your strategy session target for the month. Daniel says, getting the Facebook guide lead magnet done. Beautiful. That'll make your life a lot easier. Doing a live webinar next week. Awesome. You know, this is one of the easiest content things all of you guys should be doing, in my personal opinion. Do your cold calling once a week. Do a webinar once a month. You take one of my webinars after you've done the core one, the one on maps, the one on social, the one on pay-per-click. Email it to all of the emails that you're developing for your cold prospecting and run the webinar. It's, you know, again, it's a reason to email them once a month. It's a reason to send them the replay once a month. It's a reason to have something to upload to your blog and to your YouTube channel. It's the ongoing content lever that goes in conjunction with your direct prospecting that really gets some momentum, that really gets some wind in the, in the sail to move the boat forward. So Josh is going to do Facebook ads and Facebook live videos. Awesome. I want to hear from one more of you. What is like one or two of these marketing initiatives you're going to put in place? Okay. Matt's going to eat some of his own dog food. He's going to put one of his profit engines to work for himself. So that's the Facebook ads to a, uh, to a lead magnet, to an opt-in sequence and all that fun stuff, I believe. First time. Good. There's a first time for everything. Um, Dean this quarter is going to join two associations in the, in the pest control for his niche and is going to get one speaking opportunity and he's going to work on the email list. Beautiful. So again, this is, this is the plan we're developing, right? We've got clarity on where we want to go. We've got clarity on how we're going to position ourselves, how we're going to generate the leads. We've got clarity on the KPIs, the things we need to do on a weekly basis in order to, to really hit our targets. So, so we've got our plan, again, and I want you guys, I really want you guys to have this written down in your workbook. I want you to, to own it, right? It's one thing to put it out, yeah, okay, I'm going to run my profit engine thing, I'm going to join this association. Have it written down in the workbook. Put it into a separate Evernote document somewhere where you're clear, here's how many sales I'm going to get, here's how much recurring revenue. Here's how many strategy sessions I need to get on a monthly basis to get there. Here's how I'm going to track it. Here are the positioning assets I'm going to get done. Here are the, um, the marketing initiatives I'm going to put in place. These are the days I'm going to focus on my, my cold prospecting. And the workbook is there. You know, go back and print it out, fill it in. That way you've got it all. 
Or if you want to use Evernote or some other process to do that, that's fine too. But I really want to make sure that you've written this stuff down so that you can hold yourself accountable. So in, in wrapping this up, really, you become an average of the people you hang out most of the time, right? And I think Jim Rohn said that. I think a lot of you have experienced it. You know, if you're hanging out with people that don't run businesses, that are working a job, that, you know, maybe make less than $100,000 per year, statistically speaking, you're going to gravitate. Your mind is going to be set to that, to that level. It's almost like an air conditioner, right? In your home, I like it to be 70 degrees. I like it nice and cold. I like to have sheets on myself. I can go in. I can set my air conditioning to 70 degrees. If it's hot in South Florida, which it is, and it starts to it starts to heat up, it gets to like 73 or 74 degrees, the air conditioner will kick in and kick it back to 70 degrees. Your sphere of influence, the people you hang out with most of the time, is almost like your thermostat. And so if that group, that peer group you deal with is at $50,000 per year, you know, working a J-O-B, no matter how hard you try at some level, you're going you're gonna to automatically revert back to, hey, I'm making 60 grand. I'm doing pretty good, right? And that, that thermostat will continue to set you back to where you should be, right? And that's, that's the peer group that you hang out with. So if you can start to hang out with people that are doing six figures, seven figures, running successful businesses, then what's going to happen is your thermostat that drives your life, that drives your subconscious ability to accomplish is going to be set to a higher level, right? And so that's why this group is so powerful. That's why you're spending time on these sessions because it's, it's helping you to affiliate with other highly successful people that are getting things done, that are moving things forward, that really make you more successful. And really what I, I want to ask is, do you need some additional ongoing support, mentorship, and accountability? This group is awesome, right? Seven Figure Agency membership program is built to give you the model. It's built to give you some level of accountability. You get access to the weekly calls with Jeff. You've got access to really our entire business model, right? How we sell, how we market, how we serve, how we get our clients' results, how we retain our clients. But it's not necessarily intended to be a peer group, right? That's a little bit of a different thing. That's a, that's a mastermind, right? And so some of you guys have been watching on Facebook or you've been seeing some of my emails, um, me on live calls on an ongoing basis with small peer groups of people. That's what we call the Seven Figure Agency Mastermind Program. And it's really that secondary level of accountability. It's really rolling up our sleeves and working on this together to move your agency to the next level. And I'm a big fan of Perry Marshall. One of his famous quotes on this topic are, books, courses, and events will get you to a certain level of proficiency. But live, in-person mastermind groups where you spend time together live and in-person, face-to-face, and via web, you know, web conference-type sessions, on an ongoing basis to work on their business adds a dimension of competency that cannot possibly be achieved remotely. This immersion alone literally alters your brain chemistry. You're a different person than when you go home. And for the people that came to the Power Day uh, last week, they experienced this. For the people that came to the Power Day two or three years ago, I'm talking about Alan Hillsburg, I'm talking about uh, Brian, I'm talking about others that have really seen their businesses go from nothing or just an imagination 
to something that is today a truly successful business that serves their family, that meets their personal needs, that really has helped them accomplish their goals. It really was a function of being more involved in a, in a more intimate environment. And that's really what, this, what the Mastermind program is all about. Um, what we do, you have more one-on-one -on -one level access to me and the other, other Mastermind members, which are the people playing at the highest level in this agency game. Um, it includes, in, in certain groups, it includes live one-on-one -on -one events at our office, not with a big power meeting type group, but a, a smaller peer group. And um, really accountability on a consistent basis to move your, your, your business forward. So you can see there, there, there's a picture of the group live at our office and then a, a picture of the, the seven-figure agency mastermind group, one of, the, one of the groups where we meet via Zoom meetings on a monthly basis. And it's really around the topics of accountability and, and masterminding as a group. So like, what's the challenge? Where are you stuck? And how can we as a mastermind group move you forward? So we've got a couple different um, versions of this mastermind because all of you guys are really at a different level in your business. We've got the elite mastermind, which is intended for, for the top tier guys, right? If you're doing over 50, if you have over 50 clients, you're doing over $50,000 per year, kind of in that ready to scale and profit phase, um, there's the elite mastermind group. And again, you get to hang out with guys that have a similar caliber of a similar structure to you. The guys like Alan, the guys like Jimmy, the guys like, uh, like Brian that are really at that next level because the challenges you have at the 50 plus client base level are different than the challenges you have when you're just getting started. So that's a, it's a, it's a mastermind group that meets three times per, per year. It includes monthly, uh, monthly sessions and unlimited access to, to me for questions, for emails. Uh, that program's $1,500 per month. There's the Accelerate Mastermind Group, which is really intended for those of you in that, in that intermediate phase, between 15 and 50 clients. You've got some clients under your belt, but you're really ready to scale. Um, that program's $950 per month. And then we have our Ignition Mastermind Group. Now, this is for those of you that are really just starting to get things off the ground. You're trying to get your first one to 15 clients. You really want to accelerate things. You need to get the engine started. So usually it's your fifth, first 15 clients, $15,000 per month in recurring revenue. Um, that program's $750 per month. Um, I want to offer you guys a planning session option. So for those of you that are here in this moment, live with me, <clears throat> I want to make this affordable. I want to make it accessible. And so, again, different, different folks on this are in different places. So, again, for those of you in the ignition phase, right, you're just trying to get things off the ground. The program itself is great for you. Seven-figure agency membership is going to move you forward. You have all of, the, all of the same accountability structures that you have, whether you do this or not. <clears throat> but if you feel like you'd like some additional help, you really want me and Jeff to roll up our sleeves with you, get dirty with you in your business, really kind of you know get on calls on a consistent basis as a group to move you forward. I've made a, a brand new program specifically for you, um, and it's called the Ignition Mastermind. And again, this program is going to include um, unlimited access to Jeff via email, via phone calls, um, monthly Zoom meetings with me and Jeff, and then quarterly live sessions. 
Um, and for those of you that want to jump into that, it's just $4.99 per month. So instead of $7.50, it's $4.99. The Accelerate Mastermind, for those of you that, that are on this planning session, um, again, it's you, know, you get 15 to 50 clients. It's really more focused on scale and profitability, different challenges, different concerns, and different peer group you need to be spending time with. Um, you can get into that program for $7.50. And for, I think, maybe the one or two of you that want to start to hang out with me, um, Alan, Jimmy, Brian, the seven-figure, true seven-figure elite, um, and I, I'm telling you, you spend more time with the people that are flying at a higher level, you will move your, your business forward. Um, that program is $12.50 per month. So, again, no pressure. This is just an, a, an additional tier of accountability and support that some of you need and some of you guys might really want. I can tell you, five to $1,500 per month might seem like a lot of money, but if we can help you get one new client a month as a function of this, or maybe get one new client a little bit faster than you would have otherwise, would that or would that not justify the expense? I think the answer clearly is, is yes, right? So at, at any of these programs, there is an application process. We would want to sit down with you, understand where you're at, understand what your challenges are, understand what your goals are, and make sure that the group is going to be the right fit. Um, I want to make sure anybody that's in any of these three programs will get at least a 10-time ROI and know for a fact that their dollars generate return. And so what I'm doing with these masterminds is backing them with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Uh, join any of the three programs for three months. If you don't see exactly how it's going to return your investment, e.g. land at least one new client to justify the expense, um, I will refund your entire investment in the mastermind. So all you have to do is in the comments box, send me a cue a message. I'm really interested in being potentially part of one of these masterminds. Uh, I will reach out to you personally. We'll jump on a call. We'll, we'll talk through it and see if it's a great fit for you. Alternatively, if maybe you're watching this on the replay, send me an email. I'm interested in joining the uh, one of the masterminds, and we'll, we'll make sure to plug you in to the right place. So, again, this is that second tier, that additional level of support that you may want and need to move things to the next level. And I can tell you that Dean and I always invested in these things before we thought we could afford it. So, um, as an example, uh, we, we early on joined a, a group called Action Coach. So, you know, we were, we were five to seven clients, about seven to $10,000 per month in recurring revenue, and we wanted some help, right? We wanted somebody that could kind of look over our shoulder, kind of help answer questions, make sure we weren't making dumb mistakes, um, really accelerate things forward. And um, they came to us with, with, a, with a group coaching program, that was $500 per month. And at the time, it just seemed, uh, it seemed like a lot. It was like, man, that's, that's more, than, more than we can afford right now. But if because of being part of that, we can land just one new client, or we can just be a little bit more efficient, um, it would be worth it, right? And so we, we dove into that. We got, we got to be part of that program. And um, the business has been accelerating ever since. And so, and we moved to higher tiers, right? From that little group to, to groups that cost us $30,000 plus per year. Um, and it's all just a matter of making sure that you're plugging in, you've got access to leaders that really have been where you're trying to go that can help move you through the process. So again, if it, if it feels like a fit, send me a message. 
let me know and we'll, we'll plug you into the right group and really work with you more closely one-on-one -on -one to, to accelerate the, the growth of your agency. So one last thing I want to do today um, to make sure we wrap up on a very positive note that, um, you know, that you've got clarity, you've got vision, and that's the agency growth declaration. So this is the last page in your, in your worksheet. And it's um, something I want you to print out. I want you to fill out. If you didn't print it, then I want you to create this note for yourself. And I want you to, to write in, by September 31st, which is the end of Q3, I will have X clients in the X niche. So I think, uh, Dean, you would write, I will have 15 clients in the pest control niche. I will be billing $15,000 per month in recurring revenue. That declaration, I want you to sign it. I want you to date it. I want you to put it up next to your KPI board that you're going to be tracking on a weekly basis. I want you to have this printed out. And, you know, this is kind of like mandatory for homework or for bonus. If you want extra credit, and this is extremely powerful. I'm telling you, um, it, it's, a, it's a powerful process of manifestation. And what, what it is is you would create a video of yourself. So you turn on the camera and record a video for yourself. So, hey, George, it's today is July 6, 2018, and I'm recording this video for you in the future. I'm recording this video for you for, for September 31st, 2018. And I'm letting you know now that by this date, we're going to have this many clients in this niche. We're going to be building this amount of recurring revenue. And we will have completed these three things, or whatever the things you committed to in today's session. If you record that video, and you know that you're going to have to play it to yourself at the end of the quarter, you will significantly improve the probability of accomplishing your goals. So I want, I want you guys to complete your growth declaration. I want you to record your video, and make sure, you know, if you want to share it with the group, that would be awesome. If you don't, if that's personal and private, just make sure you save it, and then put a reminder for the 31st that you're going to play that back to yourself. 